This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free road house protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA-KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a an incredible day. Kind of a cloudy day here in Southern California. Not that you care. You're like, dude, seriously, give it a rest. Don't care. You're in L.A. Lakers won. Dodgers in the World Series. Don't want to hear you. I'm not complaining. I'm just stating kind of fact. Right? Stating fact. Um, look, look I, I saw this and I just, I, I, you know, we got a great show for you. 
Steve Fezzik's going to join us. Uh, he of professional gambling fame. We'll get uh, straight out of Vegas upcoming. Get you ready for Thursday night football and all the games this Sunday with Steve Fezzik. will join us. He's uh, You can hear him on Straight Out of Vegas, show that follows this one. Bruce Gradkowski will join us, former NFL quarterback. He'll join us at uh, 1.30 on the West, 4.30 on the East, and at uh, 5.30, the great Dwight Freeney will join us. So, look, I, I got a lot of things to get to. I want to start with this. <laughs> in addition in addition to Odell Beckham Jr. yesterday saying that uh, I don't think uh, it's gonna COVID-19 is going to enter my body, it's a mutual respect thing, which is funny. In addition to being suspended or not allowed – uh, not allowed to be around the LSU football team for two years. There's other stuff regarding uh, Odell Beckham Jr. See, OBJ, um, <laughs> I think it's funny. You know, Odell Beckham Jr., and I've heard this argument made time and again. Sunday, the Browns, for the, what is it, 17th consecutive time? lost in Pittsburgh to the Steelers. I don't know whether he played well or didn't play well. I didn't think Baker Mayfield played particularly well. And for a team that has been really good this year, up until that point, with the exception of the first game against the Baltimore Ravens, they've done so based upon their ability to first run the football and then get the ball to their skill position players, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, and of course, Odell Beckham Jr. So what's what's really kind of interesting slash fascinating about this entire thing is that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Every year around this time, there's something, right? There's something. If you go back last year, it was, why is he wearing a watch during an NFL game? Why is he handing Tom Brady goat-haired cleats after a game in which they lose to Tom Brady? You go back the previous year, he's with the New York football giants. And it's why is he on one knee making a proposal to a kicking net? It is always something with Odell Beckham Jr. Here's OBJ in his own words, defending his sideline antics. I'm pissed. And at this point, I really don't care to keep trying to make myself look like a good guy into the world and all that. I am who I am. I got pulled out of the game. The coach said this was the best decision. You know, we're going to, it's eight minutes left. And for me, I'd rather take my over like a man. I'd rather take my win the same way. There's people who have plenty of rings and consider the GOAT and they you know, do things on the sideline and other people do things on the sideline and they get away with it. And it's classified as passion because they're, they may have um, something behind their legacy or whatever it is. Uh, you know, it's fine. Tonight is the last presidential debate, right? Do you guys remember when Lloyd Benson was debating Dan Quayle? Do you remember that, John Ramos? I do. It's interesting because Dan Quayle from Indiana, Mike Pence also from Indiana. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Look, I, I I don't want to get into a political discussion with you, but I do think there's a little bit of a political discussion. There's two different parts to it. Okay. First thing is this. OBJ is saying, hey, Tom Brady yells at teammates on the sideline. 
Why can't I yell at teammates on the side? Tom Brady is seen as passionate. Why can't I? And you know what it reminds me of? This, like, I'm 44 years old. I love politics. Okay? When I was in eighth grade, I had to play Al Gore in a presidential debate. Al Gore at the time was this bright, young, up-and-coming star from Georgia who's 40 years old. It doesn't mean that I love all of Al Gore's policies or beliefs. It's just from that moment, um, it started kind of the political wheels in my brain thinking in every four years or so, I get really interested in how politics works. OBJ saying that Tom Brady gets away with it. I Why can't I is just like what Lloyd Benson said. Senator, I serve with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. It was amazing. It's like the great, like, in my lifetime, okay, the greatest line from a movie, I think, is Han Solo in Empire Strikes Back. Um, I love you. I know. In my lifetime, the greatest uh, debate line where you listen to what somebody says, like that's the genius of it. And this is what I like. I was on debate club when I was a kid and I was in high school as a model United Nations. I was an athlete, but I did these other things that I like. And my, my style has always been use the other person's words against them, which is Dan Quayle was like, he equated himself to a young Jack Kennedy and Lloyd Benson's like, Senator, I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was fine. And you, sir, are no Jack Kennedy, which is an amazing line. Look, in my lifetime, the greatest line I've ever heard a president say was George Bush on top of the rubble uh, in New York City saying, I hear you. And pretty soon the people that did this are going to hear you. Like, I got chills even saying it. So let me just say this to Odell Beckham Jr. and to the sycophants in the media who, like Odell, know he's popular, know he's cool, and they want to make it about race. They want to make it about everything that it's not about. I don't know Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not a friend of mine. But you, sir, Odell Beckham Jr., are no Tom Brady, and no one believes you are. Wide receivers and quarterbacks, are they play the same sport. They are not in the same solar system in terms of what they're able to do and the accountability that's held against them. It's, com- it's a completely different stratosphere. And, and OBJ's playbook is straight out of the malcontent wide receiver playbook that we've seen time and again. It's more refreshing when we see an Andre Johnson who at the end of his run to Houston, he got pissed and he's like, get rid of it. But for the most part, Andre Johnson from Miami, he didn't say boo to nobody. Julio Jones doesn't say, you know, he's done the holdout thing, but he's never really done the look at me thing. He's been the best wide receiver in the league. Like Stefan Diggs, who I love, that's more what wide receivers are like. OBJ, it's more what wide receivers are like. And these idiots in the media that want to, oh, uh, well, you know, the white quarterback. No, he can't. He's won six Super Bowls. Okay, let's just let's just take this as it is. Let's compare the two. Everything Tom Brady has done has been about winning and team, taking less money, showing up to OTAs. All but one year he showed up to OTAs. Okay. Um, whatever style they chose to play, he did it in New England. Even when he left and he went to Tampa, he didn't burn bridges, and he didn't take top dollar. And you say, well, he's not worth top dollar. That's fine. He's got six Super Bowl rings. If he was said, like, hey, I ain't playing for less than $40 million, somebody's going to find $40 million for him. Specifically Tampa, if they really want him. Everything he's done has been about team. 
And every reaction has been about the team playing well, not playing well. And his buy-in is first one in, last one out. In addition to the fact that quarterbacks are different than wide receivers, when a quarterback throws the interception, it goes on his record. It doesn't go on the wide receiver's record. Even the wide receiver ran the wrong route. Nobody goes back and says, you know, Peyton Manning threw 10 picks, 17 picks his last year, but, but hey, five of them weren't his fault. Nobody says that. You're not the face of the franchise. And when you're getting your ass kicked in Pittsburgh for the 17th consecutive time and you get taken out of the game, you sit there and you get mad as you can be. But you keep your cleats on, put your helmet on, keep your chin strap on, and you're a good damn teammate. That's what you do. And when you get in the locker room, if you want to go up to the coach and confront him and say, well, what's going on here? Or you want to wait until Tuesday, you know, after you have Monday off, or Monday you want to go and uh, on the flight home, you want to go and sit next to the coach of what's going on. That's when you do it. That's what a grown-up does. He is an immature child. He's already gotten run out of New York. It's not because of talent. He's a great talent. But the New York Giants said, we want to rebuild this team and we'll get rid of the highest paid wide receiver, most talented, young, not yet in his prime wide receiver, because we think that he's a cancer. <clears throat> right? How were they two years ago in Cleveland? Not bad. How were they last year? Abject disaster. Did they add or subtract Odell Beckham Jr.? Is he helping you win football games? That's not helping. And it's clear that he's leaking to the media, to the Stephen A. Smith, I want to be traded. I want out of here. Dude, you're four and two. You're on a winning team. You're on a winning team. I don't mind. If, I don't blame you for being frustrated with Baker Mayfield. By the way, when you got there, you had the balls to say that Baker Mayfield, well, finally play with a guy who can make all the throws. For what, what, what was the win? What was the win in putting shade on Eli Manning? Dude, everybody loves Eli Manning. Don't believe me? When they benched Eli Manning for one game, the coach, the general manager, the president all lost their jobs. And you have the balls to go to Cleveland and go, hey, this guy can make every throw. By the way, you can't evaluate quarterbacks because Eli is better than Baker. Everybody would agree. But the, the problem isn't in the media. The problem isn't it with Odell Beckham Jr. It's with the media. And this is where it relates to the presidential stuff. Okay. When Trump was running for president, I didn't find his approach to things he said to be acceptable in the form of running for president, but that was his bag, right? Like, I'm going to run as the non-conventional, non-presidential. I don't even think he want, knew he was going to win, and then he, he won. The, the difference in how it's taken, now you're the president. Now you represent the free world. You, you, you can't say the things that you say. You can't treat the office. The president was supposed to be like our old, it's always been like our old dad or grandpa or whatever, put everybody arms around, like not this guy. It's, it's by many people's estimation, mine in particular, regardless of politics. And believe it or not, I, there's some policies I actually agree with that he, but, but that's not how we behave in the words we say and the way we act when we're president. That's really what a big portion of this is about. And the wide receivers have acted this way. Okay. Quarterbacks are like presidents. There's certain things that they're allowed to say and not allowed to say. And please stop with it. You're not critical of the white quarterback. Bullcrap. We roast Baker Mayfield. Aaron Rodgers has bad body language. We crush him. Johnny, Mayfield, Johnny Manziel got run out of the NFL. Okay. It's the position. Tim Tebow can't throw a football. They won games and everybody knew couldn't really throw a football. It's not true. 
Okay, Lamar's an MVP. Then Lamar plays poorly against the uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs, and people are like, "Well, Lamar's got a ceiling." <clears throat> it's not about race; it's about position. That position is more important. That position has certain decorum. That position has a way in which you 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 treat things. That position is one of leadership. And if you don't like, if if players didn't like Tom Brady's leadership, they wouldn't play for him. Right? Jay Cutler was a jerk. The Browns wouldn't play for him. If you think that Tom Brady's not respected by every guy in both locker rooms that he's played in, why the hell do they keep competing when he yells at them? As opposed to Odell Beckham Jr., whose main problem is about himself. So there is a disconnect there between reality, how it's really viewed inside every NFL locker room and every NFL front office, and what you're hearing from many of my brethren. I'm not going to tell you that the black athlete has always been treated fairly. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the black quarterback was always treated fairly. That would be a lie. But I will tell you now that if you want to compare Tom Brady to Odell Beckham Jr., everyone who knows anything about sports is going to go, you're really reaching. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's Dan Quayle saying, equating himself to, uh, to John F. Kennedy. You're not John F. Kennedy. I didn't know John F. Kennedy. I don't know Tom Brady. OBJ, stop. And you don't have six rings. You don't have one. You haven't won one playoff game. You've been in the playoffs once. And by the way, when you were on that playoff team, you went on the boat in Florida the week of the game. And again, you can go on the boat the week in Florida. But you know what you can't do? You can't go out and throw out a stinker, which they did in the playoffs. Your team is 4-2. and two. You got your ass whooped by a better football team for the 17th consecutive time on their field. You want to be a great football player? Play better. Lead better. By example, keep your shoes on. Keep your helmet on. Everyone knows. Everyone who's played football knows you keep your bonnet on. And I am just, I am, I get up to the gills with the, do I think that race plays a factor in our world? Sure. If you think race plays a factor in being critical of Odell Beckham Jr., then I can't help you because you default to racism every time. The guy took off his cleats and his helmet while pitching a fit, getting his ass kicked on the football field. No one else did that on Sunday. There are 32 NFL teams. Name the other player who did it. Ryan Fitzpatrick just got benched after playing a great game. He Did he throw, he, you know, he was like, man, this, this thing sucks. I don't know what I'm going to do. But when Tua Tungavailoa came in, did he take off his helmet and throw his cleats? Hell no, he cheered for him. Because that's what you do. In the, in the greatest team sport we have. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, did you guys see this deal? Buyer, did you see this deal? We're going to get to Dan Buyer with an update on uh, all sports stuff in a second. But did you guys see this deal? Yannick Ngakwe, who, of course, he, he wanted to get paid in Jacksonville, asked to be traded from Jacksonville. They obliged and traded him to the Minnesota Vikings. Ngakwe today was traded from the Vikings to the Ravens, just six weeks in, right? Now, part of it is that the Vikings just aren't that good, but... Uh, they finalized the trade, and uh, I think Schefter reported that the Ravens will send a 
a 21 third-round pick and a conditional 22 fifth-round pick to Minnesota. Now, the Vikings had acquired Ngakwe for a second-round pick and a conditional fifth-round pick. Uh, He had five sacks in six games and seven quarterback hits. So, look, uh, the Ravens are in a bye week, and this is important just so you understand. And here's This is a big point that I want to make, and uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know as much about what's going on in the league as, as Schefter, as Brinson, as Jay Glazer, and some of those guys. But some of the stuff I hear on TV, here and see on TV, and here on radio are people who it's not reality. Like they don't, they talk about things that are not like Odell Beckham Jr. is not getting traded from a four and two team. Like it's not happening. These things don't happen. So I don't, I don't want to talk about things that aren't real. This is real. Right. We've said this before about Amari Cooper, who's a good player. But if you remember the Cowboys traded a first round pick for him. And the reason the Raiders wanted to get off the Amari Cooper train was not because they didn't think he was good. It was that he was going to ask for superstar wide receiver money, and they didn't think he's a superstar wide receiver. So the Cowboys got him, and then they're left with the decision of, do we overpay Amari Cooper? And basically that says we were right to trade a first-round pick for him, or do we let him walk? Or do we, you know, they couldn't franchise tag him because they had to franchise tag their quarterback. That was all screwed up as well. I want to commend Rick Spielman. Now, in all honesty and all full disclosure, Rick Spielman's an unbelievable guy. Unbelievable guy. I think he's adopted six kids. Like, I got to, this is, and I don't know if he'll own up to it if he ever comes on radio, but he probably, so when I was at the other place, uh, my radio studio, I shared with Colin, but if you remember, Colin was in the earlier times where, where Colin and Dan are now, they're flip-flopped. So Colin would do a show and then the studio was empty. So then I got to come in and I had like that studio kind of all to myself. It was really nice. And um, a couple of guys used to come and hang out. And I had these, it was a brand new studio. I had awesome TVs. We were close to everything, but we were kind of far away. So like ESPN News and Sports Center couldn't come and grab guys. It was awesome. So uh, Terry Francona, Rick Spielman, Tim Hasselback, and Tim Legler periodically would come in and like, hey, can I just hang with you? And we'd throw them on for a segment, but really they hang out for a couple hours because they had a show to do that night or that afternoon and they didn't want anybody to find them and they didn't like have an office or somewhere to close their eyes. So they just sit and we talk. And Rick, Rick told me something then, and this was before he got the Vikings job, that I think he proved to be true with this Ngakwe trade. People double down on mistakes all the time. Because they want to say we were right. No, 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 no. You're all wrong. We were right. Yannick Ngakwe was a bad fit for their system, and they didn't want to pay him the huge new contract. So, yeah, they took a hit, and instead of, you know, they lost a second rounder, they'll get a third rounder in return, and it probably sets them back, and it may wave a little bit of the white flag, but that's better than re-signing Yannick Ngakwe simply because you want to prove that you were right. Sometimes just admitting you were wrong is the hardest thing as a guy, right? Like, yeah, I was, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. And in the NFL, it's really hard in six weeks to go, you know what? 
There's nothing wrong with Yannick Ngakwe. He's just not the right fit for us. We're not at that winning spot, and he fits what the Ravens do better, and I will lose a little bit. Like, this is this happens when you buy a house. You're like, ah, I just, I don't love the house. Like, all right, well, you can sell it. Well, I'm going to move lose money with the railroad fees. Like, okay. Or you keep being unhappy. Like, which is it? So I, I think what Spielman did was, I don't know, it was brilliant, but uh, it speaks to his intelligence, his respectability, his understanding of you're better off losing a little, like a, like a one round of a draft pick, than you are wasting a lot, which is a lot of money on Ngakwe. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I saw this, that the... Uh, um, there, there's a controversy in Texas over the song, The Eyes of Texas. Now, The Eyes of Texas is the spirit song of the University of Texas at Austin. It's set to the tune of I've Been Working on the Railroad. Okay. But here are the words. The eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. The eyes of Texas are upon you. You cannot get, go away. Do not think you can escape them at night or early in the morn. The eyes of Texas are upon you till Gabriel blows his horn. Okay. So, um, they do the hook'em and that's it. But because, (laughs) because I've been working on the railroad was... Uh, an old hymn sung in the Old South by the chain gangs. There are some in my business who want it done away with. And during the cancel season of the summer, there were people at the University of Texas that didn't want the eyes of Texas because they deemed it to be of racist of nature. Look, I, I don't know how to break this to you, okay? And Chris Del Conte is a friend. We've talked a little bit about this, but not recently. Uh, he's come out and said, you know, they've done research, they've done study, and they, they, they're going to continue with the eyes of Texas. Um, you have to take so many steps to make that song racially insensitive in any way, right? Like, if you want to say, you want to say, hey, you know, Pre-Civil War, Civil War war hymns are not, you know, generally, uh, okay. I've been working on the railroad. The truth is that many of the railroads, the Transcontinental Railroad, I hate to be a historian. John Ramos, who is the Transcontinental Railroad built by? Union Pacific and the... Um, who was doing the work? Who, uh, who was doing, oh, like the type of people that were doing yeah. the work? Wasn't it Chinese immigrants? Yes, who were treated terribly. We're treated terribly. Um, we have lost any sense of what racism actually looks like. That we want, it's like we want a default that everything is about race. And I'll give you the, the, the most recent example I saw on social media, which I just, I, I, I can't do it anymore. I can't let it happen anymore without calling people out. Myron Medcalf is a writer 
uh, for ESPN.com. He said, one of the biggest challenges in college basketball is too many white coaches believe it's their duty to, quote, raise the black athletes in their program. The assumption is that these players never had a good role model and now must be molded. It's the precursor for abuse. Meyer Metcalf never played, never coached in basketball. The information that he get he he has, or this tweet that he put out, or this idea that's in his head, comes from the uh, uh, Pat Chambers was fired yesterday at Penn State after claims of racial insensitive remarks and abuse and an investigation, which apparently the initial claims weren't proven to be racist in nature at all, but there was something else that caused his him being ousted. Greg Marshall is probably going to be fired. He's the head coach of Wichita State. Crazy successful at Winthrop, then at Wichita State. Claims of abuse. So again, I'm not in any way apologizing for whatever Pat Chambers did, which is not going to be released, nor should it be, or whatever Greg Marshall is accused of. And if it's proven to be factually correct, if you put your hands on a player, you're gone. And some of the remarks which he's quoted as saying, we could do without. But the idea that white coaches think it's their job. Bro, do you have, do you not know anything about sports or life in general? Yeah, it's a white coach. Black coaches do the exact same thing. Any coach who comes into a young man's living room and sits down with the mom, with the dad, with the cousin, with the AU coach, with the high school coach, with the mentor, with whomever. The first question the mom almost always asks is, you going to take care of my baby? Right? And if the coach is white, the coach is black, their answer is going to be absolutely. I will be a father figure. I will be a mentor. That's what the process demands. That's what the job demands. We, we, we say these things which are just so incredibly far afield. I saw Dennis Dodds, who I like a great deal. He's anytime there's anything about an athlete, like that's why they're employees. Michigan's players are going to stay on campus while the students are at home because of COVID. Because COVID concerns. That's why they're employees. No, they're not. If they were employees of the university, do you know what's happened to most employees at universities right now? They're being furloughed or fired. You know what can't happen to scholarship athletes even if they decide, hey, I don't want to go to class. I don't want to do anything. I'm scared of COVID. I, I don't want to do it. Nothing. They had to keep a scholarship. And oh, yeah, by the way, student athletes are on campus when students aren't on campus all the time. Before school starts, when they have training camp. When, when school goes away for uh, Thanksgiving break, they stay if they're playing in a game or they're playing a conference championship game or they're playing in a bowl game. This idea that they're employees because they're on campus at a different time than other students is so stupid. It's just this confirmation bias. Because two coaches that are that that are claimed to be abusive happen to be white, that doesn't mean it's racist or racial in nature for a white coach to try and be a father figure towards a black player when he comes to play for his school. All coaches should be father figures, should be mentors towards their kids, regardless of whether or not they have two parents in the home, three parents in the home. Two homes with, with you know, step-parents, whatever. No parents' home. Doesn't matter. You're 18 to 22 years old. You need a grown man to help give you some guidance every now and again, to call you in, to hold you accountable, to every once in a while have you over for dinner. Say, hey, man, how's it going? 
And and again, this is our our problem is not abusive coaches. Okay? Believe it or not, it is not. Because you have 350 schools. You got two right now. One who's fired for abuse, another one who I think is going to be fired. I think it's really hard. I mean, he makes a lot of money. He's been really successful. But some of the things he said, if he laid his hands on the kid, he's gone. And there's multiple reports that he did. He's gone. How are your percentages when you got two out of 350? And even if we say, you know what, there's probably five or ten more that aren't being reported. Again, you know, in any job, in any boss, you're going to have abusive bosses. It doesn't mean that the entire profession is full of abusive people. It doesn't mean that every boss is, my bosses here are great. And it definitely doesn't mean that race plays a factor. We, we don't default to race. If race is a factor, if there's racial things done, if there's things done to a black athlete that aren't done to a white athlete, well, then let's have that discussion. But when do we get to this point? And again, the point is that the problem is not with the player. It's with the media. Like, Myron, you're so out of your league in this thing. Well, you know, I talked to a coach like, all right, name the coach, name the player. If you saw abuse or abuse was claimed and somebody was using that, like you're acting like like coaches who help parent their kids when they're away at school is like a precursor for abuse. That's what you wrote. What are you doing? How dare you say that? Yes, I'm defending coaches because you know what? They don't get into it for some glory and making tons of money. They just don't. They get it because they love ball. They like kids. They like competing. And they like the college process. They like being around young people. It keeps them young. They like the idea of getting in a gym and then getting in a film room, working it out, playing the road games, playing in front of crowds, playing the NCAA tournament, playing for conference championships. That's how they do it. And yeah, there's a select few guys. There's probably mm, 200 or so that make over a million dollars. And there's probably 50 or so that make over, you know, a million and a half, $2 million. And by the way, again, there's 350 Division I schools. There's probably 1,000 overall schools in Division I, Division II, Division Three, and NAIA. There are plenty of coaches that aren't making money. Bro, just so you're aware, my brother was has been an assistant coach for 25 years. Cal Poly, Sacramento State, San Diego State, Cal Berkeley, Oregon State. Last uh, uh, couple months ago, he was called in Oregon State and said, hey, you didn't do anything wrong, but we're cutting 26 people from the athletic department. He's currently now an assistant at Grand Canyon with the women. Well, by the way, he's like, they got a new coach. He's from Drury. She's amazing. It's a job. And unlike players, they can be fired or furloughed or let go during tough times. And they pay taxes on it. <laughs> and they had to move their families. And uh, that's not what players go through. And it's not a precursor for abuse when you're a kind, thoughtful coach that wants to help kids go through an ama- amazing transition in their life from a boy to a man and be part of that process. Think about what you're suggesting. Here's the last thing. If you want to make the point and be a good one that there are too few Division One head coaches that are either uh, black, Asian, Hispanic, um, mixed race, whatever, I, I would have, I have no problem with that. None. Got to do a better job. Um, I would also point out that, that a part of what will allow that to happen is, again, some of these coaches, some of these players not transferring as much. 
when you don't transfer, when you are four years at a program or even three years at a program, you have a stronger tie to that program. And when you're tied to those programs, when you understand everything that makes it up, you become tied to that community. You're tied to the community. You'll stay there as a grad assistant. You'll get on as a DOBO, as a full-time assistant and whatever. There are other factors kind of at play there. But it should also be pointed out that, like, look, I, I, you can make the argument that there's not enough black coaches. That doesn't mean that white coaches are racist <laughs> or that white coaches are using their power uh, for evil influence. That's unfair. That's not true. There's no proof to it. And by the way, it speaks poorly for how you do your job. Because if there is this type of intimidation and racism and bullying at play, how come you haven't reported it? You didn't break that story. Jeff Goodman did. So I'm not going to sit here and bore you with, but, I, you know, we, we, we did this with Odell Beckham Jr. Like, Odell Beckham Jr. is not, we're not getting on to him because he, he, he he's black with flamboyant. Like, dude, Odell Beckham Jr., considering what he's accomplished since being, he's way more popular than he actually is accomplished. There are plenty of black players that are doing quite well. He's the only one that got the video with a woman in what looked like cocaine in a hotel room. He's the only one who had the kicking net fiasco. He's the only one who brought the goat shoes to Tom Brady when they lost to New England last year. He's the only one who didn't show up to OTAs and then couldn't get on the same page with Baker Mayfield. He's the only one who called out the arm strength of Eli Manning and now seems to have a problem with Baker Mayfield. He's the only one who was, who, who was doing the thing with the kicking net. He's the, you know, we go on and on. What you have to be cautious of is, are we doing a good job? Like, anybody's like, well, racism's worse than ever. Like, no, it's not. Stop it. The Civil War. <laughs> World War II. It just, you, you feel it more because of social media. You feel it more because of politics and the way it's discussed. But the reality is, we're much more evolved than we're giving ourselves credit for. Much more evolved. Kids are, coaches are, but the challenge is for the media, we need to be more involved. The old see something, say something, say something. And if not, maybe you're not saying anything because it doesn't actually exist. Greg Marshall is a jerk. Uh, he was fine to me. He was a jerk to my producer. He did something to, when I was at, at CBS. He said he had one kind of snide remark, which, you know, kind of underlined, but he's a great coach. He wasn't a jerk to just to black people. He wasn't a jerk because he was a father figure to his players. He was a jerk because he's really, 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 really good. It went to his head. Thought he could treat people like crap. It's a story old as time. Pat Chambers, I don't know what he did. But whatever claims of abuse there are, it's not because he was mentoring young people. The second we make mentoring and fathering and helping be kind of that, that, male role model to go to a college campus, a bad thing for college coaches is when we've completely lost track of what a college coach is supposed to do. That's exactly what they're supposed to do. The coaching stuff, it's inconsequential in, in reality. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Bruce Gadkowski joins us, a former NFL quarterback and a good one. And, of course, you read his work on Pro Football Focus. Um, <laughs> stop me if you heard this before, but Odell Beckham Jr. is unhappy. Uh, he's, ti- <laughs> he's tired of losing. They're 4-2. What, what 
What do you do? You've been you played in Cleveland. You've been their starting quarterback. What do you do when you got a wide receiver who you're four and two, and your offense didn't play well against a really good Steelers team, and, and he's drawing attention to himself? Yeah, I mean, I, look, yeah, I was I was in the locker room with Antonio Brown, you know, when I was in Pittsburgh, and look, all good receivers want the football. I think, I don't know if I've ever met a receiver that's not selfish on the field and wants to be involved in the game, you know? So I don't, I don't get mad at that, but you know, for the standpoint of where the Browns are right now, they're competitive. They've, they just got whooped to a good Steelers team. Now, how do you bounce back? It's, it's similar to the stuff going on in Dallas, right? The stuff starts leaking outside the locker room. And to me, that's a, a loser's mentality. If there's issues inside the locker room, you handle it inside the locker room, knowing you still have a t- chance at the division, knowing you're you're still going to compete, uh, you know, t- to win games and make a run at the playoffs. And for the Browns, they're in good position. You know, it, it's frustrating. I get what he's talking about about losing to good football teams, but it's also like, what are you going to do about it now, though? You know, how do you prepare for next week? How do you sharpen your routes? How do you communicate better? How do you make sure? him and Baker are on the same page. You know, how do you continue to get better every day to make a push for the division, to make a push to make the playoffs? Because the Browns are close. I mean, they're close. And, look, I love Odell's competitiveness. He, he's an unbelievable, uh, talented wide receiver. Uh, so if they could keep this kind of in-house, continue to, to build and grow on, on some of the success they've had, I mean, they're a competitive football team. Yeah, I, I feel like this is him try, because we're up against the trade deadline. This is him trying to get traded, which is dumb because they're not going to they're not going to yeah. trade him, right? Like, well, you know, I know. I mean, you, you just never know, you know, because you know how is it in the locker room and whatnot, and you could get frustrated at times. You know, sometimes Baker Mayfield gets off progressions too fast. Uh, I can understand if you know if I'm OBJ and I'm watching uh, Minka Fitzpatrick's pick six, and I'm thinking. I'm wide open on the slant on the outside, and he tried to throw it inside and got picked and went to the house. Right. And you're, you, as players, you see that on film. So, of course, you're curious of, man, why did quarterback make that decision? Right. And when I see plays like that, to me, you know, sometimes young quarterbacks, they try to see too much and do too much. You know, on that play, for instance, uh, you see kind of the Steelers, they're in a too high show initially, and then they inverted the snap. You know, if I have any inclination that I have my one-on-one to Jarvis Landry, who is the single receiver at the time, up top to the right, I'm taking my one-on-one. So I don't have to read anything else out. Now, say you do still work the field like Baker Mayfield did. Now, with that invert down, now you just read it outside in. You read the, the, the flat uh, to the outside slant. You don't even look at the inside slant. So it's, it's things like that. I, I just think the Browns are at a point, too, that, um, Kevin Stefanski has to do a, a, a good job. I think he's doing a tremendous job, but he kind of has to be like Kyle Shanahan. He has to be like Sean McVay. That they're taking stuff off the quarterback plate. They're calling the right plays. They're putting him in the right situations. There's a lot of boots and play actions and misdirections and and pure progression plays that eliminate decisions from the quarterback. Hey, just read it high to low. One, two, three. And if Baker Mayfield can do that. Um, and have plays like that, he'll be successful because when he's in rhythm and he knows where he's going with the ball, he could be very accurate. Bruce Gradkowski joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. 
what about the other side? How's Big Ben look? You know, Big Ben to me, the thing I love is his stats aren't just uh, crazy or anything like that, yardage wise and touchdowns. But man, he's just he's playing efficient. He's playing smart, and I feel like he just understands the team he has around him. Uh, ben had a chance, you know, unfortunately watching the whole season and um, watching the nightmare offensively last year for the Steelers. And he watched all the turnovers. He watched the offense put the defense in bad situations and put the team in bad situations. So now it's almost like he comes back and he's operating the opposite way, you know, where he's being very efficient with the football. I mean, last week he tried to force a few in there, but he has 11 touchdowns to one interception. I mean, that's good football by the quarterback right there. And I think the Steelers last week, they tried doing too many RPOs to start the game and, Look, RPOs are, are great for some quarterbacks that are comfortable with it, but it's not easy making a decision post-snap and not even making the, a decision post-snap, but you have to read a specific defender post-snap as you're faking a handoff or going to hand the handoff and then have to read a progression out. So um, that could be tough at times, and the Steelers got in a rhythm when they just drop back and, and pass. I mean, for Ben right now, he's – you know, doing a pretty good job for us grading wise uh, at PFF. You know, he he just um, I just think that the thing that stands out. You know, he's 13th with, for us right now uh, with his PFF passing grade of 76.1. I just think you know it comes down to playing efficient, and that's what he's doing. He's br- being smart with the football for the most part uh, and making good decisions. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, Aaron Rodgers they charged some of that RPO stuff last year. What, what you don't realize is these quarterbacks like Ben and Aaron. They didn't play. They didn't do this in high school. They didn't do it in college, right? Right. So they, it's not like you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, like where the younger quarterbacks, they've all played that way at some point in time in the, in their life. Like back when Big Ben only started one year in high school. When he did, they were running power eye. Like <laughs> you don't really, yeah. you don't realize how, how how old those guys are by by comparison. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, what went so wrong for Aaron with the? They're up ten nothing. Then he throws the pick six and it. It, it felt like he just kind of flung it out there, um, but he, he gives up two interceptions, and then it, it just it fell apart. What happened? Yeah, I mean, it just – it wasn't it wasn't a good game. You know, I, I think it must have been the end zone celebration, right, when yeah. he scored a touchdown. <laughs> from, from there, it kind of went downhill. But I just look at Rodgers so far on the year, 17 big-time throws so far. So he's been playing out of his mind in that sense. Yeah. And only three turnover-worthy plays. The unfortunate thing, the three turnover-worthy plays came last week against Tampa Bay. You could tell he was just out of rhythm, out, out of sorts. He didn't have that smooth, quiet confidence about himself in the pocket. He was holding it on, holding on to the ball a tad too long where, you know, the previous weeks he made good decisions, getting the ball out of his hands, going through his progression, staying on um, task at hand. And this week, you know, a 45.8 passing grade for us with three turn where he plays, that, that's not going to win a lot of games. The thing, though, about Aaron Rodgers is going back to our PFF data, anytime he is graded under a 50 PFF grade, he has exploded back on the scene. So he's never followed up with a poor, poor performance. So I expect him to, to get back into to playing the way he's been so far this year. I look at, you know, Green Bay last week. Their protection wasn't good, you know, up front, the offense line, too many uh, leakages uh, in the protection, the running back pickup, pickups in the protection, very soft. 
not attacking the defender, giving too much ground up. Uh, so last week just wasn't a good game for Green Bay. And, you know, it's going to be it, – it's fortunate that now they could bounce back and have something to learn from. Sometimes when you come off a bye, you get a little sloppy. Yeah, I, I, I mean that, and and last year it happened when they traveled to the West Coast. They got a little sloppy and they got kind of smacked around. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Bruce Gad Gradkowski, our guest. Um, what's your reaction to Tua being announced as the starter so soon? Um, I was a li- I was a little surprised, but then you know, in in the other side, I was surprised for the fact of I love Fitzpatrick. I think he's great in the locker room. I think he's great in the huddle. He's that proven veteran. He understands the offense. But I wasn't surprised in the sense of when I was grading the throws Sunday and the Monday, I kept looking. It was towards the end of the game, too, and I'm like, ooh, why do you throw that? Oh, why do you and, – and there was a few bad decisions. I was like, ah, oh, come on, Fitz. Like, that really stood out to me, you know, because I was expecting, you know, perception's reality, right? The perception, oh, the, the Dolphins won. Oh, it was a good game. Oh, Tua got his first few throws. Oh, that, that's sweet. That's cute. And then I kind of graded Fitzpatrick. I was like, oh, no, nah, he, he didn't play as, as well as I thought. I mean, he had zero big-time throws for us and three turnover-worthy plays. You know, he was a 30 ranked quarter, quarterback this past week uh, with a passing grade of 50.6. So he did not, you know, play very well. And I was kind of surprised at the decision. But in the other sense, look, two is the future. Um, the Dolphins are playing competitive right now. So – I, I think Tua, you know, will do maybe a better job protecting the football, and also he's more athletic to extend plays. Tua's very quick twitch that, I like, you know, what uh, that's what I like about him coming out of college. So I mean, man, maybe this gives the Dolphins uh, more of an opportunity with him behind center. And you also know, look, he's the future, so why not just get him in there now, get him some action, um, and live and die with him behind center. So I don't hate the decision. You know, it just always stinks because we love Fitz as the person and what he's brought into this game and his competitive nature. Why were the Patriots so bad? Well, I think, you know, you look at the Patriots, and I know Belichick pointed it out, but when with all this COVID stuff, you're not getting a lot of field time and, and practice. And with Cam Newton, I mean, it's it's important. Like, I was a practice guy. I needed practice. I couldn't just show up like Big Ben at a game and throw for 376 yards against the Browns. Uh, the one game Ben went in as a backup to Landry Jones. I'm sitting there like, Ben didn't get a single rep all week. He has a bad ankle or whatever he, he had at the time. And Landry Jones gets hurt in the first series of the game. Ben goes in and rips the Browns for like 377 yards or something like that. It was ridiculous. And some some guys just need the practice and some guys are just straight ballers no matter what. And And I just think it's important that – the Patriots do get back to practice, do get back to the details, because that's how they have to win. They don't have guys that are just going to take over games. Uh, they have to win by a good team effort, offensively, defensively, and special teams. And I just think right now that Patriots offense isn't doing much. Not a lot of guys winning outside. and you know, Or if they do win, Cam, if he, he's got to make the throws. Um, or it's just Cam, you know, sprinkling some some of his runs but that's just not going to get it done so I expect a vast improvement this week uh, because of the way Bill Belichick coaches and Josh McDaniels so I'm looking forward to watching that play but I still don't think I don't think they'll pull it out against the Niners it's almost like Kyle Shanahan 
is a younger version of Bill Belichick, but the offensive-minded Bill Belichick. So it's always fun to watch these two two teams go at it. Uh, we're going to see Daniel Jones tonight. He he is a turnover guy. I mean, it. I um, is everything else he's doing good enough to wait for him to fix his turnover issue? You know, well, you pointed it out. Sometimes in the pocket, Daniel Jones doesn't protect the ball that well. He can drift back at times, and that, you know, is not good for his offensive line. And I look, you know, Wentz and Daniel Jones, it's a tale of two halves for these guys in the sense of we're six weeks done in the season. The first three weeks, Wentz was awful, right? I mean, right now he has a total of 17 turnover-worthy plays for us at PFF. Twelve of those came in the first three weeks. But these last three weeks, he cut them in half. He only has five turnover-worthy plays. Sure. And same, time, same thing with his big-time throws. These last three weeks, he has doubled his big-time throws. So Wentz is on the uprise. Well, Daniel Jones actually is the opposite. Jones started off the season first few weeks grading really good, number six, 89 grade for us in rhythm. Um, and now in rhythm, he grades at 23 for us the last three weeks. So these two guys are different spectrums right now. I feel like the Eagles and Wentz are a little on an uprise, and Jones and the Giants are kind of, even though they're coming off their first win, I think Jason Garrett has to do more offensively to help him out, put his young quarterback in good positions. Uh, the stuff you, you see with McVay, the bunch formations, the, the jet sweeps, the, the uh, misdirections, and, and things of that sort. And you Look, know, I like both these quarterbacks, though, because of how competitive they are. Um, so it'll be a fun game to watch. Great stuff, Bruce. Bruce, love your work at Pro Football Focus. Tell everybody we said hello, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Have a good weekend. The pleasure's all mine. Bruce Gradkowski, that dude spent over a decade in the league. He knows it. He studies it. Now he works for Pro Football Focus. You should check them out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, does Aaron Rodgers hold the Packers back? Find out after word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the claim-free discount, which gives you money off your homeowner's policy if you've been claim-free for three consecutive years. Also applies for three successive years, three years straight, and what's known to insurance fans as the claim-free three-peat. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers-branded policies subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xu umo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play